Hello, hello, hello. This is the Vanilla JavaScript Podcast. I'm Chris Ferdinandi. Thanks so much for joining me. Today, I'm talking about accessibility, how it's hard, how it's also your job, and how when you make it easier, websites get more accessible. So back in May, Twitter user Magar Dana tweeted out, accessibility isn't more work. You were just cutting corners before. The work was incomplete. And she's right. If what you build isn't accessible, it's not complete. I've mentioned this in the past, um, talked about it on the show even, but there's no such thing as a website or web app that doesn't need to be accessible. If you're a web developer, accessibility is literally your job. If you ignore it, you're just a hobbyist. That said, I've been a professional web developer for like seven years now, after spending three or four as a hobbyist before that. And accessibility is consistently the hardest thing for me about making things for the web. A lot of what we do is context-based. What's the best way to structure your code? It depends. What's the right strategy for authoring CSS? It depends. What should you use to select elements in the DOM? Query selector, obviously. But web accessibility turns that nuance up to 11. Accessibility is more than just screen reader support. It's users with neuromuscular conditions, cognitive conditions, and more. People with disabilities are not a monolith. Among people who use screen readers, some will be more technically savvy than others. They'll use software in a variety of different ways. They will have varying degrees of visual impairment. Accordingly, their needs and expectations may be different. Just as an aside there, there's a subset of screen reader users who can still see, just not um, with the same level of detail as other people. Um, you know, so they may not... Um, be people who aren't able to see anything at all, but screen readers help them navigate the web because their vision is limited, for example. Um, screen readers and other accessibility technology have IE6-era levels of cross-browser and cross-platform consistency. When I write JavaScript or CSS these days, I rarely need to worry about browser support. Not so with accessibility practices. Different screen readers are designed to work best with specific browsers and operating systems, and they don't always adhere properly or fully to the spec. Good advice is hard to come by. Spec documents are dense and hard to read. Articles by armchair accessibility allies, uh, including myself, are sometimes wrong or fail to capture nuance. Uh, for example, I've been wrong about drop-down menus and subheaders, and I'll drop links to both of those articles and my subsequent, hey, this is wrong, don't follow this advice, um, down in the show notes. The drop-down menu approach, I actually got that from the GitHub website. They got it wrong too. I'm not trying to discourage you. You're not always going to do it right. Humans are fallible, we mess up. Even highly trained professionals with years of schooling, like lawyers and doctors, mess it up. That's why malpractice insurance exists. But as Magar Dana tweeted, if you're not making what you build accessible, the work is incomplete. And so what I'd love to see more of are native accessible elements that make it easier for things like toggle tabs, drop-down menus, modals, uh, photo galleries, and carousels. Whenever I write an article like this, or record a podcast like this, someone mentions web components. And I'll drop a link to a little bit more about them down in the show notes as well. Yes, you could absolutely make your own elements uh, to do things like this. But my point is that you shouldn't have to. The platform should handle that for you. 
With web components, you're still trusting someone else to have not messed up some key accessibility consideration. What I want is native components that handle basic interaction patterns, can be styled, and expose JavaScript events that can be hooked into and extended. And I think the details and summary elements provide a really excellent model for how this could work. I'll drop a link in the show notes to an article I wrote on um, those and how those work as well. Um, so just to kind of build on this, um, for the last few years, the accessibility group WebAIM has published an annual accessibility report on the top million websites on the web. And every year the results are pretty disheartening. Uh, every year they find that sites that use frameworks have more accessibility errors than sites that don't. Um, noting the adoption of any of these frameworks corresponded with more accessibility errors than the average homepage. This doesn't necessarily mean that the frameworks caused the errors, but homepages with these frameworks had more errors than on average. There was one notable exception this year though, React. The React community has invested a lot of effort in making their tools and their most popular components more accessible. And when you make it easy for people to implement accessible features, the things they make get more accessible. Now, I'm not suggesting that you rush out and immediately switch to React, but I do think they've paved the cow paths in demonstrating clearly that there's a need for simple, accessible, browser-native components. I wanna see those at the platform level. We shouldn't need a framework for that. So anyways, that's it for today. Um, if you wanna finally master JavaScript, head over to vanillajsguides.com and check out my pocket guides and video courses. As a listener of the show, you can save 30% with the code podcast at checkout. See you next time. Cheers.